0: Michael Hauser on the guitar, a little Granadinas there. That was your first flamenco piece, but that's not the usual starting point.
1: Yeah, actually, there's a funny story behind this particular one. I had uh, just come up from living in Africa for two years where I managed a rubber plantation in Liberia. And I was passionate about learning flamenco, but I didn't know the names of anything. But I had been into one of the caves under the Plaza Mayor in Madrid. And I happened to be with a guy that seemed to know something. And there was a fellow sitting on a stool playing this beautiful piece. And I asked my friend, uh, I wonder what that's called? He said, I believe he's playing Granadinas. So, with that in mind, I located, my, I located my first teacher, Luis Maravilla, just by happenstance walking down the street and I saw his shop. And uh, he was a wonderful teacher, we took lessons every day, I think it was five dollars a lesson in those days, and three dollars for a glass of wine, and uh, he said, what do you want to learn? And then I froze, because I didn't know the names of anything. So I said,
0: Granadinas. The Granadinas that you play, is that that original Granadinas that you wanted to learn? No, it's changed quite a bit.
1: Because uh, over the course of time in flamenco, you compose your own thing based on the flamenco. It's called Palo, P-A-L-O. That's the name of the songs. So the one that uh, I, uh, the recording that you might play, it will be uh, basically my own composition.
0: We're speaking with Michael Hauser, the flamenco guitar player from the Twin Cities who learned in Spain and plays for brunch every Sunday at the Loring in Minneapolis from 11 to 2. Your major teacher in Spain was Maestro Luis Maravilla. I studied with him every year for maybe 20 years.
1: I'd go back and forth to Spain, but that first time it was 1964.
0: In flamenco, you're encouraged to create your own songs. The teacher helps you by showing you rhythms and, it, and that's the way it worked with
1: Luis. The most important thing in flamenco the way I teach it is the rhythm. So like the first lesson you may not play any individual's notes just have to get the rhythm instilled in you and then you embellish it with the variations. Uh, they use the term falsetta. A falsetta is a variation that you hear somebody else play, oh, that's pretty, I'd like to learn that falsetta.
0: The piece Maestro Luis, which you composed, is in honor of uh, this teacher.
1: Yeah, that's because uh, I associate him with this very basic flamenco rhythm. I play it, and it kind of bring back brings back memories of those early days when I was studying with him. ¶¶
0: We're speaking with flamenco guitar player Michael Hauser, who has been playing flamenco around Minneapolis for decades and plays at the Loring Sundays from 11 to 2 for brunch. You composed a rumba. Now, flamenco, of course, includes traditional flamenco, but it has uh, other connections like, well, this beat here, which is a rumba. Well, Rumba actually is a legitimate flamenco piece.
1: In the old days it was played kind of fast and they slapped the guitar. But over time, I think it's because of the great guitarist Paco de Lucia, he sort of took it apart, slowed it down, and made it very listenable to the person who's not used to flamenco. And that spawned a group of guitarists who didn't really play flamenco, but they played this rhythm, and then they would compose their own things, which is basically what I've done. However, i based all of my rumbas on a particular flamenco palo. The one called Bridget is based on a rhythm called taranto. And who's Bridget? Bridget's my daughter. (laughs) ¶¶
0: Michael Hauser plays at brunch at the Loring in Minneapolis this Sunday, July 7th, and every Sunday from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. For information, it's loringbarrestaurant.com. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.